Hey, welcome to Why Am I a Knicks Fan? I'm comedian Miller Mark. It's time to put on your knickers so we can talk some Bakers basketball. And I just want to start off by saying I'm not giving anybody a thumbs down. <laughs> Obviously, hopefully everybody had heard, but Julius Randle uh, <laughs> was getting booed at the Garden when the Knicks were down by 25 against the Celtics. And he gave the crowd the thumbs down and told all of us to fuck off, which was, which is nice. <laughs> uh, everything's been talked about it. I just thought it was pretty weak on his part because, you know, whatever. I mean, we pay a lot of money to see the Knicks play. And when you're down by 25 to your arch rivals, we should be able to boo. I mean, uh, 650 for a water? I mean, come on now. <laughs> I'll be booing you all day long unless you're winning. <laughs> the, uh, he did get fined 25000 for the outburst because I guess he cursed in the postgame, and the NBA doesn't like cursing. <laughs> he did. He also did issue an Instagram apology, which was the run-of-the-mill apology. I love New York City. I love I'm as passionate and all that crap, whatever. Just play better and we won't boo you. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> The Knicks are 20 and 21. They're tied for 10th with the Celtics in the Eastern Conference. So right on the the edge of the play-in tournament. So hopefully they can, you know, win a couple more ball games than Boston and make the play-in tournament because I like playoff basketball. <laughs> All right. So that was the tip-off topics as I call it and I'll be back with the recaps of the games. All right, bye. All right, so the week started with a win at home versus the Pacers, 104-94 on the 4th. And, uh, I mean, I guess we can call it a win. The Pacers had eight people in protocols, with including three starters. But, hey, a win's a win, so it gives a crap. <laughs> the, we actually had everyone back. Noel is back. And I'm back, I mean, everybody's back from protocols. Noel is back, but he's needs some conditioning to uh, get back on the court and everything. Uh, Kemba Walker is still out with the knee day-to-day. But as far as everybody else, uh, everybody's back, so that's great. Taj started. Uh, Mitchell Robinson came off the bench. Like I said, the Pacers were out with uh, a bunch of people out. Burks was back as the starter. RJ had a phenomenal game. He ended up uh, with 32. He had 16 or 19 in the first quarter, the most he's ever had uh, in one quarter. Uh, Randall had 30 and 16, and they both really played well. It was one of these games where it's like, how the heck we were tied at half and we were dominating. The Knicks were up 12 at one point in the second, and it was just like, how the heck are we tied at the half? But luckily, we pulled away late and. Um, the defense really tightened up in the second half, held the Pacers Pacers to 22 in the third, 17 in the first. And like I said, Randall had 30, RJ had 32. It was the first time since opening night that two Knicks scored 30 and the first time that Randall and RJ did it. And RJ looked tremendous, and if we can get this from him day in, day out, he's going to be an MVP. <laughs> he was uh, just so in control and just taking charge of the game. And uh, it was just phenomenal. Like I said, the Pacers, who had just signed these two starters, uh, their starting backcourt to 10-day deals, Sykes and uh, Dwayne Washington, Kiefer Sykes and Dwayne Washington Jr. 
Sykes had 22, Washington Jr. had 17, and it was just amazing. Sykes is a 28-year-old rookie, but, I mean, we just couldn't stop. He had 12 points. As a, this was his fourth career game. He had 12 points, the other ones, and then he uh, jumps up for 22. But, like I said, we held on, and um, so bonus was horrendous from the line, 5 of 12. The Knicks only shot 6 of 28 from downtown, but just dominated uh, dominated from two. Like I said, RJ was extremely aggressive. Randall was uh, Randall was good, just not reckless. RJ and Randall were twelve of twenty from two, um, and uh, what two of five for Barrett from downtown, two of seven for Randall. So it's just like Robinson really keyed the defense, and he played well off the bench with eight and eight. And uh, Knicks were plus nine with him with him on the floor for a. You know, a much-needed defensive win for the team. (laughs) But it was a nice win. All right, I'll be back. All right. Then on January 6th, the Knicks won at home. Won at home, 108-105 to versus the Celtics. And this was the game that, uh, you know, Julius Randle had the, uh, I guess, run-in with the fans, giving the thumbs down. The Knicks at one point were down 25 in the second quarter, 20 in the third. They were booing the team, and Randall, like I said at the top, gave the thumbs down and told everybody fuck off. <laughs> the Knicks ended up coming back thanks to Quickly. He kind of spurred the comeback. But it all led to R.J. Barrett, who had a horrendous game. He was only 4 of 15. He had 6 assists, 13 points. But he banked in the game-winning three. So a very unlikely hero on a a rough night for him, but uh, Tatum tied it up with uh, 1.5 seconds left on a fallaway jumper, which led to you know uh, RJ getting the inbounds and banking in the game-winning three as the buzzer expired, as the buzzer sounded and time expired. So it was just a just a phenomenal uh, performance or phenomenal ending to the game and very unexpected. Really, Fournier was the star of the show. He had a career-high 41 with 13 in the fourth, 10 of 14 from downtown with eight rebounds. And against the Celtics this season, he's 41, 32, and 32. He really should play them every game because he'd be an MVP candidate, but (laughs) unfortunately he couldn't do it. He can't do that. (laughs) Now, like I said, Tatum tied it with 1.6 seconds left. The Knicks could have iced it because they finally took the lead with like two minutes left. Two minutes left, they took the lead, and RJ missed the free throw down the stretch. Uh, Randall missed the free throw down the stretch, which led to Tatum tying it up with the fallaway jumper, and then, you know, it led to um, the heroics of uh, Barrett with a banked-in game-winning three. So Randall did have 22, but he... Was mainly remember uh mainly <laughs> main contribution was telling everybody to fuck off <laughs> or shut the fuck up whatever it is all right that's it all right uh, let's fast forward to January eighth and this one's gonna be a quick recap because we got our butts whooped ninety nine seventy five in Boston. So that home-and-home, we split the home-and-home with the Celtics, and they got revenge as uh, they were pissed off from losing that heartbreaker the game before. 
Uh, Jalen Brown had his first career double, uh, career triple double with twenty two, eleven, and eleven. The Knicks were up double digits early, like ten, and but it was a dominant third quarter uh, for the Celtics, thirty two, eighteen. That they just took control. The Knicks shot thirty six point seven percent from the field, <clears throat> so they couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Uh, only thirty three points in the second half. Now, one bright spot, because no Fournier, he had a high thigh contusion or thigh contusion. No Kemba, so that meant Quickly and Burke started. And it was good because I'm excited about Quickly. He had 18 points, 4 assists, and 36 minutes with zero turnovers. And that's key. He's looking like the real deal, so that's awesome. And um, hopefully they keep starting him. I mean, they didn't start him next game, but I, I blew that surprise. But I, hopefully in the future he takes over as a starting point guard because he's showing how some real, real potential. Randall, I mean, had 13 and 12, six, from ni- uh, six for 19 from the field, one of eight from downtown with six turnovers. So another stinker for Mr. I hate people that boo me. <laughs> the Knicks were horrendous from the line, and this is all I need to say because when you shoot 6 of 15 from the free throw line, you deserve to lose. <laughs> all right, so I'll be back. All right, then on the 10th, the Knicks returned home and beat the San Antonio Spurs 111 to 96. And it was the R.J. Barrett show. He was hearing MVP chants. He had 31-17 in the second half, 7 of 11 shooting in the second half. It really was the start of the fourth quarter of the Knicks. It was a close game, but the Knicks went on a 10-2 spurt, and that just led them to victory. Fournier was back with 18 points. And this was Randall's first game since uh, the whole Celtics hubba-baloo at the Garden he heard cheers in the beginning, but they quickly turned to booze because he did not play well again. He was one of seven with for two points and twelve rebounds. The crowd was even chanting Obi Toppin's name because, you know, Randall has opened up a can of worms with this dumb crap. But uh, you know, Toppin. <laughs> anyway, he didn't play well. Like I said, the Spurs had six players sidelined uh, in protocols. Uh, DeJounte Murray had 24, uh, so he was leading the way for him. <clears throat> no Kemba and no Noel. I think Noel's missed his 10th straight game, so it's not good. <laughs> but it's R.J. Barrett. Yeah. All right, some uh, Knicks news and notes before I tell you the upcoming schedule. Uh, the the deal that we got Denzel Valentine, I didn't really go into uh, last episode. I kind of just mentioned it. It was a three-team deal, including Rondo to the Cavaliers. Uh, Denzel Valentine is uh, basically getting, I mean, he already got waived since the deal uh, happened to open up a roster spot for the Knicks. Um, basically, we went with that roster spot open because we've been shuffling around the 10-day, guy, 10, 10-day contract guys to see if somebody sticks, you know, like uh, Daniel House, Damian Dotson, and um, also um, the Ryan, the Villanova guard that I can never say his name. The um, We also acquired the draft rights to see, uh, to see, to center Wang Jilin and guard forwarder Brad Newley in the deal. 
So, and uh, we ended up waving Wayne Selden. So that's just some uh, cleaning up I had to do. It's a very, a very complicated minor deal, but I wanted, I think we got 1.1 million as well, but I just wanted to clear all that up. As far as the upcoming schedule, uh, tonight, I guess it's like uh, one o'clock in the morning here. So December, uh, December, January 12th, uh, we're hosting the Mavericks. That's tonight. Uh, then we're at the Hawks, January 15th. And then uh, Monday, January 17th, for the, uh, you know, Martin Luther King Day game that's kind of, uh, that is a tradition for the Knicks, we are hosting the Hornets. So, can we go 3-0? and <laughs> Let's go do it. Yes. <laughs> I'll be back. All right, the 12th man is in the game, which means this podcast is almost over. <laughs> you can follow the podcast on Instagram at why am I a Knicks fan on Twitter at why am I Knicks fan Facebook fan page why am I a Knicks fan you can email the show why am I a Knicks fan at at outlook.com I almost didn't finish that sentence <laughs> I really appreciate you all listening and I want to thank the snazzy the jazzy new music thanks to my buddy Michael, redial. <laughs> All right, I'll catch you all next time. Have a good one.